What's up, Gasol Education Nation? Today's episode is brought to you by The Payday Practice and our good friends Jeff Langmaid and Jason Deach. So how would South Gooden, Gary V, and Tim Ferriss create a chiropractic practice? The answer is in this book right here. So our good friends Jeff Langmange and Jason Deach, uh, they created the payday practice to basically show you how you cover your monthly expenses in one day every month. Guaranteed, generating monthly recurring revenue in your practice can create financial freedom, eliminate chronic financial stress, and turn the first day of each month from, damn, it's time to start over, to payday. Get a free copy today at www.thepaydaypractice.com. The Payday Practice will show you the exact step-by-step process that you can use to generate monthly recurring revenue in your practice. Get your free copy today at www.thepaydaypractice.com. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Gestalt Education Show. Uh, man, what a backdrop we got here, Brett. So we outkicked our coverage here. So we're uh, uh, we're sitting in the media room at uh, PNC Park here in Pittsburgh uh, with, uh, I mean, the legend Rick Bishop. So uh, Rick is the the president of the Professional Baseball Chiropractic Association, uh, and he's also the team chiropractor for the Pirates. And uh, we got a great little intro into the, you know, how this all came about, Brett. And man, if I could just summarize his life in one, I mean, he is an absolute grinder. Yeah, he's so, absolutely grinder. Uh, Rick, will you, uh, you kind of give us, retell the story you told us about. You, you spent 10 years in the visitor's locker room here, basically donating your time to try to get chiropractic into this Major League Baseball club. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I started on the visiting side uh, back in 2012. Um, but I got to go back before as to how that even came. Um, uh, great relationship with Dr. Alan Palmer out in Phoenix. Um, he's actually the, uh, my assistant, but you know he's got a lot of uh, history to himself. With Does that make you feel good to say that he's your assistant? <laughs> <laughs> I say it, but, uh, but we all know who runs the show somewhat. But Alan's just been a great mentor for a lot of folks in chiropractic and sports chiropractic. But anyhow, um, we developed a great friendship um, through the years. And uh, he asked me to come out to Phoenix where he's at during spring training, probably like 2011 or 12 and there was uh, a couple trainers uh, that were out there that he was would like for me to meet and uh, with the hope that since the pirates were, were not using anybody as a chiropractor well why don't we take another approach and uh, and see if the visiting side would have interest in doing that too uh, so that's what the plan was I was going to go out and meet with um, his athletic trainer head trainer um, Ken Crenshaw with the Diamondbacks and then um, Paul Gassard uh, was the head athletic trainer with the Cincinnati Reds at the time and then um, we had a connection with the Milwaukee Brewers our team chiropractor and we we're going to try to meet up with their head athletic trainer Dan Wright as well but uh, met Ken out there and had a nice uh, tour of the facilities in, in Scottsdale and um, one day went over and met met um, Paul over at the Cincinnati Reds uh, uh, area over in Goodyear and uh, eventually at the end I met Dan Wright the very last day before I had to fly back home and so the plan was just to, when they're coming through Pittsburgh and we try to make it strategic enough that it would be somebody within the division minus the D-backs and so because um, the, they would come in a couple times throughout the season so anyhow um, that's how that all came to came to be and uh, so 2012 season uh, and actually it was uh, most of the season the Diamondbacks never came in until later in that year and Alan called me up and said hey we have a player um, that's uh, under the weather has an issue going on and uh, Ken may give you a call 
and uh, they were in Philadelphia, and I was like, man, this would be great. I've never been down here to do that yet, so I know we had met back in maybe February, March, whatever that was, and so sure enough, Ken Crenshaw calls me up um, one night and says, uh, hey, Rick, he says, I got a player. Uh, can you make it to the ballpark uh, tomorrow? Um, and I said, absolutely. The funny thing about that is that I wasn't at home, which is Punxsutawney, you know, an hour and a half away. I was actually volunteering at a Major League Baseball Players alumni golf outing in Williamsport, which is even further east from Pittsburgh. <laughs> and so uh, my wife, who has been my right-hand person, my biggest supporter, I told her, I said, we got to pack up and head to Pittsburgh in the morning. So um, sure enough, we came over, and uh, that was my first introduction to um, working with a, with a team on the visiting side. And uh, I ended up working with the Reds later that season and the Brewers a couple times when they came through too. And then um, that was 2012. And then um, that kind of how it started. And uh, with my involvement here at PNC Park, it wasn't a position. We decided we better create one since there's not really one that's um, – that's been been made yet, you know. So we figured, well, let's do it ourselves, you know. So and that's that was my introduction to working on the visiting side, and uh, we all know the benefit of chiropractic and how players see the value in it, and uh, you know, and especially on a lot of road, long road trips uh, that the players see in Major League Baseball, um, it was a no-brainer, you know. So yeah, that's how I kind of started out doing that. So awesome. Leave it to Ken Kerensaw to get this all started. Yeah, <laughs> That dude's yeah. got his hand in everything in baseball. We've been lucky to sit down with him. and uh, I mean, just what a, what a titan in the, in, yeah. in the baseball field. So, uh, I mean, that's amazing. So then take us through mm-hmm. professional baseball chiropractic. So uh, you're the president. You're the founder. Uh, you talked to, told us a little story in the, at the beginning. And, uh, you know, what, what's the, the current state of it? And uh, h- how big of a reach does chiropractic have in, in Major League Baseball right now? Sure. Well, I got to i got to correct you. I'm not the founder. I'm a founder. I'm, 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 founder. <laughs> there, was, there was a few hands that went into play to get this teed up, and I was just one of them. But uh, um, So how that happened is a very um, uh, interesting, very cool, informal uh, story in itself. And uh, So anyhow, uh, we used to, um, I used to go to Pro Sport Chiropractic every year out in Vegas in December, and uh, that's actually where I met Alan Palmer back in 2005. And uh, so this is probably about 2011. Um, around that neighborhood and uh, I developed some good friendships with uh, some of the other chiropractors um, Dr. Brian Prieta who was with the Angels and was spent many years with them like 25 years maybe with the Angels wow. and uh, so we just kind of had a good rapport and a, a good uh, you know uh, camaraderie there and so every year we'd go out we'd have this discussion you know we, we need to kind of develop a, um, a structured organization so rewind a little bit um, Alan, Dr. Palmer and uh, Mark Laton who was the head athletic trainer with the San Francisco Giants for several years had um, created an, an organization called SEPA, the Chiropractic Association for the Care of Elite and Professional Athletes. SEPA is much shorter to say than that. But, um, <laughs> but they had the vision of you know trying to put together an organization that would be there to help out teams while they're on the road, you know, of course, and as well as other um, elite athletes um, as well. And um, they started getting that up, but it, it never really took off, you know, and it kind of fizzled away. And um, so we would always have a conversation out there, like, how, what can we do to get this back into life and 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 really create that because there's horror stories from trainers where they would literally get into a phone book and just look for a chiropractor that might be in their city without having any vetting process whatsoever they roll the dice and so we want to eliminate that um that confusion have a have a structured organization like i said with a uniformity of care working alongside the other folks within that sports medicine model with a team and so so this is how it all came to be we're sitting at a table for lunch 
me, Dr. Palmer, and, and Dr. Prieto one day at, in Valley, so I'll never forget it. And uh, we're looking at each other, and we're just talking about that again. And so um, at this time, um, I've only been in practice for just a couple years. I'm not working with any teams at all, unless you consider you know, the, the occasional Little League team that may need somebody, you know, something like that. And, uh, but these guys have been doing it for a long time at a highest level. And um, so we're sitting there talking, and Alan says to me, he's like, well, I got the D-backs, got a full-time practice, you know, he's got several kids, and he has all that going on. And Brian's like, well, I'm with the Angels, very similar situation, very busy practice and everything. And they both look at me, and they're like, but you don't, and you can do this, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like a deer in headlights. You look like you on a free time. That's a ball <laughs> yeah. of cold there for everybody listening there. <laughs> so, um, you know, at first I'm like, uh, I don't know what to say. Like, I, you know, I'm thinking this through my mind quickly, and I wasn't expecting that. And then I looked at him, I said, well, okay, but I need your help. You know, I, I believe in that, and I think we need to do this. And, um, yeah, let's do it, you know. And that was kind of my answer, let's do it. And, uh, but I do need the help of you. And so um, we left there that, that weekend or whatever it was. And uh, so Alan and I decided at that moment um, when we got back home prior to um, spring training, we just started reaching out to the head trainers in Major League Baseball. We just wanted to reach out and find out what – teams were using chiropractors and uh, which teams weren't just to kind of put a directory together of sorts it literally took us to the all-star break to get enough communication back and forth i mean there was plenty of emails that were never answered and phone calls that were never returned and occasionally to get somebody and you know and it took that much work to really try to get that first directory up and running and I, i'm thinking that was 12 or 13 and um so that's how it all came to be with the pbcs and um how it started and so Pro Sport Chiropractic, great organization. Um, Brenda Ellis is their their director, and um, I reached out to Brenda, and I said, um, "Hey, this is a year at the, in December again." And I asked her, I said, "Could we have a little bit of space, maybe, where so we, you know, to to meet as, as a group?" And um, and so some of the chiropractors that were confirmed from their trainers that were working with teams we reached out to them, and I think we had. Um, maybe 10, if, if that, uh, that showed up that December again in, in, at, at, at ProSport. And uh, we, we had a meeting. We put together a board. We put together, you know, we delegated responsibilities we are with, the, with the goal of finding out, you know, let's try to get chiropractic really involved with these teams and, and uh, fill the gaps and just put together everything we had envisioned for the last couple of years to really put the rubber to the road. And um, that first meeting um, was, was very beneficial to help hit off the guys that were there had the same vision in place really wanted what we had envisioned and it just allowed the door for opportunity and communication to take place for us to can to, to make that happen yeah. and that was probably like i said 2012 or 13 you and know? now every team has an official team chiropractor and then we also have affiliates with all those teams right so um just the majority of teams in major league baseball are now utilizing chiropractic actually the pittsburgh pirates was the last team um that we had through our years of confirming that had to be bittersweet <laughs> <laughs> that that actually uh, brought on a, a chiropractor. Now there have some come and gone through the sure. years, you know. But um, uh, but at least with our work through the years was the last team. Um, uh, many of the affiliates do too. Um, we have created such a great relationship with PBATS, the Pro Baseball Athletic Trainer Society, um, and, and orchestrating and working with them to um, to help um, find chiropractors for them when their request is given. So I want to uh, Dr. Sonny Haight, who's in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, back in 2015 so whenever the, all the chiropractors in major league baseball we felt like we, okay we're, we're doing pretty good we got everybody kind of together structured and we're doing stuff now and um 
I was talking to Alan one day, and I'm like, yeah, we need to figure out what's going on with the minor league side of things. And at the time, there was 240 minor league affiliates, and uh, we had no idea, you know, which teams were utilizing them. And it's a great undertaking to try to reach out to 240 affiliates. So we, we weren't going to go that route. So um, back up to Mark Laton. Mark Laton at the time was overseeing all the umpires' medical services, and he would make his routes through all the cities in Major League Baseball through the season. When he'd come to Pittsburgh, he'd reach out to me. We'd sit down and have lunch together, just a wealth of knowledge, and, and truly a great visionary for chiropractic on that side of the fence. Uh, he was very instrumental in bringing chiropractic into Major League Baseball at a time when it probably wasn't perceived as um, welcomed mm -hmm. and, and being utilized, but Mark saw the benefit of it. So so we created, uh, created a great um, relationship with Mark. And so when he would come through Pittsburgh, he'd reach out to me and <laughs> I would sit down with lunch, but I also had a notebook. And um, I took notes, very a lot of notes. and Because Mark just is, is just, if you ever meet Mark Laton, you're gonna know right away that the guy um, is, is is the smartest man in the room and he won't say that but he is and so but he's got a lot of uh, vision too but he's got a lot of know-how and he knows people so I told Mark just one particular time I said Mark look how can we branch into the minor league side of base professional baseball you know we're doing everything pretty good at the, the major league side and, and creating some good treadway there how can we get into the minor league side and he told me he said look you'll be getting a call from uh, mentioned uh, Richard Stark and uh, in a couple of days uh, he at the time was the Cincinnati Reds uh, minor league medical coordinator but he oversaw all the minor league medical coordinators in baseball so that was his position at the time and so Richard and I had a conversation a few days later and I kind of told him a little bit what was going on with the conversation with Mark and he knew that because Mark had already briefed him and so at that moment I brought Sonny on I called up Sonny and Sonny and I were classmates in chiropractic school and we both um, had played baseball collegiately and just had a passion for the game and I asked Sonny I said hey man this is what we're thinking would you have an interest in kind of overseeing the minor league side? Maybe get a survey out. Um, we're going to use the minor league medical coordinators to help, you know, put some boots on the ground and get it into the, yeah. all the affiliates within their respective teams and just to see, you know, where the utilization's at. And so, and so that's how it started in the minor league side. And, um, you know, as years went on, we developed a great relationship with PBATs and, to the point now where Sorry, um, they will reach out yet. to us, you know, Sorry, they, they will um, they will tell us, uh, you know, hey, we need a chiropractor and, you know, name the city. And, uh, you know, and, and so we have a very strong vetting process. It isn't just somebody that we just pick randomly. Sure. Um, we, um, you know, there is a lot of word of mouth, you know, people, if it's a particular city or a town that has an affiliate that we have a connection, in, we, we will get some <coughs> candidates that are valuable that we feel, and then we will interview them. And the interview would basically go through just that first vetting process and then um, the, the team chiropractor of that major league team under that fit will have a conversation, a little bit of an interview, if you will, uh, with that person. Fill it out. Would it be a good fit for that team? You know, are they going to you know, have the chemistry? Did they have experience? All these different factors. And then if we feel that it's a good fit, then they'll sit down and talk to the, the head trainer of that affiliate. And then it goes through that third process. And we let dish it off to them. And, and then the training staff, that affiliate takes it from there. And it's for them to make that call or not. And so, um, so yeah, we take a very very serious and uh, um, yeah to uh, to help provide just another you know variable to the to the training room to the medical um, providers within that sports medicine um, you know practitioners you know? Rick do yeah. you see in the future chiropractors being part of any kind of like MLB PA situation or I mean are we a far cry away from that or what's yeah. your take on that you know um, that would be great. I think that would be great. There's always good and bad to things like that, you know, too. I think inclusion is huge. It's funny you say that because, um, you know, looking back to Mark years ago, 
the early 80s uh, even the athletic trainers were not always at, in that same you know mold as they are now they had to start somewhere and um, and and mark spearheaded that movement and of course now they are included in that um, so um, to that point uh, to be in the union I don't know where that would go you know the difference being is that um, the trainers are with their teams every single day from mm -hmm. February till you know the postseason uh, chiropractors you know we have we have our practices we have um, it isn't just that you know we have every team has their own different responsibilities um, with their chiropractor and their their utilization and all that so um, there would be many different caveats to how that would come to be but I think that is something that could be on the drawing board um, uh, with that but I do know this that we have gained such great progress and ground uh, within that multidisciplined approach within that training room uh, from where we once were to now so I don't know where the ceiling is with that but I know that we're, we're in there and we're just a, a small uh, piece to a large puzzle you know so yeah with everybody kind of knowing the power of adjusting or manipulation how do you deal with now with you know a lot of trainers are adjusting the players we have a lot of uh you know the physical therapists are so there's a lot of people that now are doing that modality within a team so how does a chiropractor keep a place at the table in the training room setting in your opinion skill set you know um not to undermine what those folks bring to the table but i think our skill set definitely varies and differs it's very specific uh and what we do as chiropractors you know our, uh, our analysis of what we're looking for with regards to the player um uh you know not only that uh you know we're talking about different regions of the spine extremities but I found in my experience, I think the great, the great thing that I've had the experience with is that I've worked with so many teams on the visiting side. I've seen so many philosophies from training staffs, um, been around different teams and their approach. Because of working on that visiting side, if I can say one of the benefits of that I'd spent so many years on that side, I can say is, is that I've seen different um, approaches and so I think the the value that we provide as chiropractors is that we are distinct from what the, the the PTs and the trainers and some of the other folks within that training room provide in regards to how we approach and what we do as chiropractors with regards to the adjustment the spinal adjustment and not only that I'll be honest, I think we own the cervical spine. You know, it's an area that is just really amazing and um, our, our background with that um, supersedes probably most just with regards to that. Not to say that other folks don't, it's just what we do, you know, right. and uh, we stay in our lane. And that's something I tell a lot of people that want to get involved with teams, whether it's amateur or whatever, you got to stay in your lane. You got to have that communication and, 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 and that's vital. Otherwise, you know, it, <laughs> took me over 10 years to get to where I'm at right now, but you would lose that in 10 seconds if you chose to take an exit ramp and go somewhere else, you know? So, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, within the organization now, you're hosting seminars and there's things mm -hmm. that are, you know, going on besides just, you know, putting chiropractors with these different teams. Could you describe some of that for us? Sure, absolutely. So um, we've had the luxury and the, 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 the honor of being able to be hosted by different uh, major league teams during their spring training part of spring training rather um, but in their spring training facilities um, uh, five five years in, uh, in a row prior to COVID and uh, so uh, we, we always met with our team chiropractors uh, both major league and minor league baseball first one we ever met with was actually in, in 15 and then we would meet in Arizona one year and back in Florida another year and back and forth at a, a minor league affiliate or, or I'm sorry a, a spring training uh, a facility of a major league team and so 
um, we were going to have a really big event in 2020, and uh, it was going to. We had it all planned. The biggest one ever was going to be Yankee Stadium, and we were bringing in some of the great, you know, uh, speakers of, within our profession. Without Brett, you being one of them, obviously, and uh, um, it was just going to be the biggest uh, event we've ever could imagine, you know. And uh, and at that point, we had decided that, you know, typically up to that point, we were just having our team chiropractors meet together, and we figured, you know what, we have such a great platform as chiropractors. We need to share our experiences with those folks, and we all were students at one time, and would have loved the opportunity to have a conversation with a team chiropractor in baseball. I know I would have, and um, so at, we decided let's let's invite our um, we have associate members and student members, folks who are actually team or not team chiropractors but field doctors in the field, but not working with pro teams. So we decided we're going to invite all of them under one roof. We're going to have this big event in Yankee Stadium, and then. COVID hit <laughs> and it, it canceled everything. It just, it just, un, I can remember us scrambling. Okay. How's this going to go? 15 days, right? You know, and so that turned into a month and then it turned into, especially New York, it's not happening. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, uh, so it, it was canceled and then um, that changed a lot. It really did. And, um, so we've been on pause actually since uh, our last meeting uh, was actually in 2019 with the Orioles uh, in Sarasota, and um, and you were there. Yeah. And um, and so we had, to, you know, like I said, we had this big event for 20. So here's the thing. Guess what? We're going to meet again. And so it's going to be... It's coming uh, back. Don't we, call it a comeback, baby. That's right. It's going to be the comeback. And so um, we had a lot of discussions here for the last literally 10, 11 months. And, and, uh, and myself and Alan and members of our board are like, okay, we're chiropractors. We're not event creators. We're not, you know, that isn't our area of expertise. We want to really do this right. And so talk to some people, how can we, you know, lean on the people to do it the, the best way, you know? And so I uh, talked to somebody and um, he had a, you know, I had an idea of like, how about the Florida Chiropractic Association? You know, they're, they're huge in what they do, just well reputable, but they do great events, you know, and they understand chiropractic. And so it was literally a, a, a simple, um, you know, opportunity that we presented to them and they loved the idea and so um so we had a conversation early on and then we figured well dr palmer also with you know he's works with me but also um he's the, he's actually the president of the pro hockey chiropractic society too so why don't we bring that group in to the mix and let's meet you know with florida at a time when it would be convenient so all right long story short which i have a hard time doing we are going to meet in naples florida at their regional event with for the fca at the um, naples grand beach resort November 18th and 19th of 2022 with um, the FCA is going to kind of, you know, spearhead that, that while their event is there. But it's going to be a separate event from theirs in the sense that we're going to have the Chiropractic Association with the PBCS, the hockey group, the PHCS. Um, we have representation from the Pro Football Chiropractic Society there, too. And um, so it, it's just going to be a great um, weekend to uh, have some, uh, you know, get back into uh, oh, the group. You know? Naples is awesome, too. I've Beautiful. never been that You've far. You've never been to Naples? No. Oh. Oh my gosh, I, I'm, okay. I'm kind of uh, you know secluded in where I'm from. <laughs> you know that, so um, don't get out of Dodge too much. But uh, been to Florida many times, just haven't been there. But um, so yeah, so we're excited and. Uh, um, uh, it's going to be a welcome for all chiropractors, all chiropractic students, uh, everybody. You don't have to be with the team. You, you know, we feel like it's going to be a great opportunity to have folks that we've always had the opportunity to. I, I know I get emails and I get phone calls. I get all this, you know, from other chiropractors and students. You know, the want to know more about our group. But now's the time. You know, you get a chance to network with us, and uh, we're going to have some special guests there too. We're not going to mention right now, but um, lined up and uh, trying to pull in that are going to be from both with, within hockey and baseball. And 
on the outside of not the chiropractic so it could be a player i'm not gonna you know medical professionals gonna be some <laughs> some involvement there so that will that will come out but um but yeah it's, it's gonna be a great time and we're so grateful for the fca to open up their doors for us and to see that alliance take place for us together so that hopefully that'll springboard into something even bigger going forward that we can put chiropractic in a great light and share the the knowledge we have you know it's kind of cliche but i know i'm sure you get the question all the time you know, when people say, how do I become a Major League Baseball chiropractor? You know how many times you get that question? Oh, yeah. So what is your what is your answer to that? Yeah. Because I mean, you, you're, I mean, you have an amazing story on how you've gotten to this point through grit and grinding. and Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the story I always tell is I think you got to start with the baseball player that's in front of you. You know, whether that's an 8-year-old, a 14-year-old. Yeah. A, a collegiate player you have to do you know you have to give world-class treatment there yeah and then you can start worrying about you know the next levels but i think people are wanting to you know put the cart before the horse yeah. and they haven't done the yep. they haven't done their work yet i mean if you're still a student in chiropractic college you haven't earned the right probably yet to mm -hmm. to be at that level so yeah. uh yeah what are your thoughts on on that yeah oh, you're right i get that question quite often and you know, there's 30 different answers to that from cross major league baseball. But mine is this: is that um, I encourage everybody who asks me that because my journey was completely different than than probably most that I've met that have that have been there. Um, find your passion. You know, be passionate about what you're doing. Be passionate about chiropractic. For me, it's baseball. I was a player that got hurt and became a chiropractor um, after the fact, even though I was a chiropractor or a or a patient rather uh, since I was an infant. And uh, but I had a passion for baseball. And so when I met Dr. Palmer back in 05, Oh, it was like a, it was divine intervention, you know. I mean, truly, God's graces have been over me for a long time, even though I chose a different, you know, I want to go my way, but always brought me back. And, you know, looking back, like, my gosh, you know, I found a new passion in chiropractic when I got hurt. But now, years later, now that baseball passion I had, I can combine it. So find your passion. Be persistent. You know, I sent out so many emails and and phone calls and you know i literally my drive to here is an hour and a half one way you know and my wife is getting to the point here later on like rick you know, at some point you're gonna have to realize it's you're a pirate me. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't put it that way but I, I you know i saw the writing on the wall you know i decided to pick the pirates yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh but that that um that persistence you know and i, I told julie i said look mm -hmm. i get it you know but i really i believe just she's always believed him even whenever you know when i met her met her at pit uh two weeks into being a student there and uh, she's been with me all along the, from day one and uh when i was pursuing to be a player she you know supported me and i was a chiropractor but it's getting to the point now where all right, it's got to have to be a return on this uh, here. So um, but, but I told her, I said, I'm, I'm being persistent, but I believe in this. I believe that it's going to pay off. You know, I just really do. And um, and that led to a lot of perseverance. You know, um, it led to me driving down here, paying the park in, in the parking lot and drag my bag with my table in to the tr visiting clubhouse and just, you know, do that. And and I loved every second that I did that. You know, I got to come into PNC Park, and um, you know, I grew up going to ball games with my dad and my grandpa at Three River Stadium, and I was a Pirate fan since I can remember. And I played baseball at the University of Pittsburgh, and you know, we're black and gold. My basement is literally black and gold, Brett. And um, <laughs> um, you know, so coming down here, you know, my lens was 
this is great. I get to hang out with these guys. You know, I'm all business and I, I'm a professional, you know, and what I do. But, you know, I, I didn't lose focus of the fact that I'm, you know, my hands are on a major league baseball player, you know, and that's something that is a, that's a true blessing and an honor to do. And so every time I did that, and I have kept every soap note that I've always done. I have a stack like that. Every player I've ever adjusted in this ballpark. Mm. And I have every pass that I ever got. Marco Tonton told me this at the beginning. He's like, Rick, when you go and you get your pass. I had to go through the security just to get a guest pass to come in and go to visiting. It wasn't credentialed. You know, I kept every single yeah, I still have them. Yeah. Every one that I came in this ballpark. Cause I'll tell you why. I never knew if I'd ever come back. Uh, when I left, I never knew if that would be the last time I would ever come back. You know, mm. I, I was going based off of, um, you know, a vision, but a dream that I could continue to do this. And I, you know, at any moment, I didn't have any contract. These guys come in, they trusted me. You know, these trainers literally trusted me every time I came down to help them out. And I created great relationships with a lot of the players, and and that trust is what was the vessel that allowed me to continue to go, you know, from, you know, from three teams the one year to literally about half the teams in baseball at some point, you know, and so that, that perseverance eventually paid off, you know, and uh, there was a lot of prayer. There's a lot, there's my four P's of success, and I use that, and I've done that before. I gave a commencement address to our local high school two years ago, and I use those four P's as my model for, for success, and for me, they all worked out to like that, and there was just a lot um, that took place to doing that. Most people probably would have just kicked, you know, to the curb, and not because they're any um, any better or anything else. You know what? I will be the first guy to show up, the last guy to leave, and no one's going to outwork me. And um, that's the passion that I took into doing what I'm doing today with this, you know. And that's what's driven me to where I'm at today. Well, so. it sounds like too your ability to absorb some no's, like you know, in uh, yeah. in sales and things like that. You know, they tell you. I mean, a lot of people just don't make it in sales because, you know, once you've been told no a bunch of times, it's easy to. But it sounds like I mean, when you were making all this web of connections and you had all these calls where people weren't calling you back, I mean, it had to have been tough at some point when you know. Yeah getting all those those no's well you know I, I wasn't alone i mean dr palmer had been there from day one too and it was nice we lean on each other a lot you know had i been there by myself it would have been a lot more difficult you know right but we still had our nose and our vision on the goal you know and we could see what that was and so we might have had you know to to kind of put things on a pause we may have to take a different route we had to do yeah there's my gosh, I've been told no all my life, you know, really. And so I'm kind of used to that, you know, it doesn't define me. Um, but, um, you know, motivation, you know, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right, you know, and Henry Ford said that and it's so true. And I always believe my dad coined that because he told me that when I was a kid. <laughs> And I never knew to years later that it wasn't my dad that coined that. It was Henry Ford. So <laughs> That's a classic dad move right there, isn't it? I mean, that is he amazing. never took credit for it, but he said it, and it was truth. You know, yeah, I just figured it came from him. <laughs> so, no, I, I've just really kept that going. So when you ask me, I, I, you know, I have a hard time making things short and sweet to the point when you give me a, a question. But So when people ask me, how do you become a chiropractor within a professional team? There's not a, there's not a black and white answer to that. You know, everybody's is different. And, uh, but, I, but the one thing that is very very common you were there Brett was that you persist you be persistent you be passionate about what you, what you do um, and you persevere at times you know mm -hmm. and so if you do all those things whether you're a chiropractor or a ditch digger or a player whatever you, you know you can't go wrong mm -hmm. you know how can you go wrong if you let that be your 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 motivation your drive you know you know you can wake you look yourself in the mirror and feel like you know what I did it the right way you know right. and so um, so yeah you know the fact we're sitting in this room right now with these part logos behind us is just, it, it still gives me chills. I come into this ballpark every time I come down here and, um, 
I just feel very blessed to do it. I do. Yeah. Who's your favorite pirate of all time? Um, I grew up a Jason Thompson fan. Nobody knows who that is because you know he 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 was actually the guy um, that got s- sent to Montreal, and we got a first baseman by the name of Sid Bream. Okay. Oh yeah. So Sid replaced Jason, um, but uh, and that was the early '80s. Okay. So uh, and, and Jason replaced Willie Stargell. So um, but um, and I was a really young kid. But growing up, Andy Van Slyke was my guy. I wore number 18. Um, you know, and uh, everyone. I just loved the, the grit. I was an infielder and a pitcher, but he was a center fielder, so it didn't have anything to do with the position. But I loved the way he played. And um, I can remember we came down to a ball game. They used to do what was called Camera Day um, later in the season, and literally allowed fans to come in, meet the players on the field they have it roped across you know the infield so the players would be on the infield side fans would be on the outfield side and true story Andy comes by he has this huge scab on his bridge of his nose and we asked him what that's from and literally he was diving for a ball on the turf at three river stadium face forward his nose got all busted up made the catch you know that was the way he played the game you know <laughs> and so um so Andy Van Slyke was my he favorite he was a player. famous cardinal actually too. yeah I know it's where he yeah. came from yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so that was my player you know kind of growing up was uh, yeah. was Andy Van Slyke yeah yeah and I got to work in his kid actually I um, uh, came up through with the Dodgers so I remember when my first time I had a chance to work on his one son, and uh, it was kind of cool because I'm like, here's Andy's son, you know, and, uh, and I, 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 I did a thing, but my whole conversation with him that day was about his dad, you know, <laughs> watching sure him play, that, too, you yeah. know, in, in high school and in college, you know, so it was a pretty cool moment. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. It's beautiful. <laughs> Man, what, what a cool story. Uh, I, I, your passion is, is intoxicating. I, I love it. I love the fact that you, you've grinded so hard, and uh, yeah, I think uh, pro baseball, Kairos.com is a great place to start if you think you're going to want to work with the major leaguer, especially if you're yeah. in Cairo school, and uh, to go to the go to the events and to yeah. network and to be around them. I, mean, I know, uh, you know, I, I feel like I have my dream job at Winchester Spine Sport and with Gestalt Education now of doing this podcast, but it wouldn't have happened without some, some perseverance and a little networking and stuff. And so uh, I, I couldn't agree more with uh, get out there and, you know, sometimes – we always joke like nobody nobody wants to do anything for free anymore. But uh, if you go out and and do it not with the end in mind, but with the experience in mind, then I mean, my goodness, you're going to have a lot of cool stuff to happen in your life. Well, I think now, like with the current students, a, a trend we see, and they, they do a lot of other things well that we didn't do well. But the lost art of the apprenticeship, basically, you know, the thought that you would go hang out with somebody and learn from from somebody for two years without ever making a dollar, <laughs> like that is like every student now is like, oh, I'm expecting to make six figures, like right when I get out so like that you know when people kind of lose what it takes to get to a certain point I think it's uh makes it tough so beautiful uh what were the dates again so November 18th and 19th, Naples, Florida. Um, the Naples uh, Grand Beach Resort is where it'll be at uh, with collaboration of the Florida Chiropractic Association regional event. Beautiful. That right. So, um, so yeah, you know, there'll be information on our social media sites um, as well, as well as the Pro Hockey Group. Um, so uh, Facebook, um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, but also our ProBaseballKairos.com website. There'll be information there. And naturally, um, we're going to collectively get together with uh, the different student associations, which I know you and I have talked about that in the past, Brett of really just encouraging and trying to get the students to be there. They are our future and um, just love the opportunity to sit down and, and talk with these uh, young men and women that are going to be uh, what we do one day. You know? Sounds like there'd be some CEUs offered too. For 12 the, CEUs, yeah. yes. 12 yeah. continued hours will be offered there. Um, uh, the, the specific states aren't in place yet, but the FCA is great with um, uh, applying for those, so we're in process of that now. Um, details of that would be on also their website. Um, 
I'm not quite sure what their website is offhand, but um, but it'll be out there for for folks if to wanting to get um, continued hours. Uh, there'll be 12 offered. I'll put yeah. it all, all the professional sports. There's baseball, uh, hockey. Football. Football. Is there any other ones that are? No, that's the, for individual sports themselves, that's the only ones that are out there. Um, uh, basketball hasn't come to that point yet with a with a group that we're aware of anyway. Uh, uh, we do know there are some folks that, we do know some of the, the team chiropractors within the NBA, and, uh, but uh, that's, I can tell you this, I'm not doing that, so. Uh, <laughs> You'd be perfect for the job. <laughs> You'd be perfect. MLS would be prime. So oh, I mean, yeah. And, and um, I, I think of one right now, Dr. Harad Baggy out, out in D.C. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. uh, you know, he's, uh, he's works with the MLS team there in D.C. and some others um, throughout the league. So, yeah, there's – I mean, my gosh. I mean, if, if you're an athlete – and you have a spine, and your heart's still beating. You need a chiropractor, you know. That's so, right. Yeah, right? Cornhole, cornhole. <laughs> That's <laughs> Brett and I. We're we're not going to mess around with any of the big ones. We're going to go straight to the, <laughs> yeah, to, the to the cornhole, ACL, <laughs> to the ACL. So, that's what we did during COVID. Is we we watched unlimited hours of cornhole on ESPN, and so uh, sure. we, we were, we're kind still of a, we're addicted to the game. Do you play or no? Yeah, I yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I do. You know? <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. plays. Yeah, everybody I plays. mean, how can you not? You know, you know, it's funny. I was in the trend room the other day, and uh, we have screens and there, TVs on, everything like that. You measure cornhole. I didn't know this existed. They had the World Championship tag, tag World Championships. Oh, I know. On, I don't know if it was ESPN. I saw or it. I was actually kind of interested in it. I saw it. I'm like, well, come on. And I, I was actually kind of locked into it. It's like parkour, second. basically. So Barry yeah. Sanders would have been a beast at that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he, he would have won that. <laughs> yeah, he would have been insane. So, all right. Well, we're officially off the rails. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, thank you for the opportunity, Rick. Thank uh, you for everything you've done in this profession. Thank you. And uh, thanks, Rick. Uh, thanks. Oh, we're gonna go check out this beautiful ballpark and uh, maybe catch a game later. Be them. Yep. Love it. All right, uh, guys, uh, give give yourself a little bit of grit. I hope this gives you some motivation to maybe go out there and, and uh, you know hang out with that youth baseball program, like Brett always says. Or you know if if it's not baseball, if it's football, go go volunteer your time. And uh, the 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 more volunteering you do, and the more you give, the more you're going to get. So uh, the 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 possibilities are out there for you. Of all the guests we've had, I think this is Rick's best story in perseverance by far. By far. I mean, even like James Andrews, he has a crazy story and like how he got to that point. But I, I think you got him beat. I mean, yeah. this is, <laughs> I, I really didn't understand. I actually didn't understand that you actually played baseball also at such yeah. a high level. So that that's also new it's, to me. Uh, so. Yeah, what, what a good, good, good motivator. This is awesome. So, yeah, all right, guys, you. we're going to hop off. Have a great day. Show some perseverance and good luck with patience. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Gasol Education Show. Uh, if you liked it, share it subscribe to it, uh, send it to your friends, send it to someone that needs to hear this message. Uh, we really want everyone to be able to, to tune in and, and get the, the best clinical advice that they can, which uh, we're hoping that we're giving to you with these special guests. So um, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us, or if you have any suggestions on upcoming uh, conversations, let us know. Uh, for a list of our upcoming courses, we're adding them all the dang time. So go to gestaltedu.com, click on courses, and they'll all be right there for you. All right, have a good day.